1: I really wanted to hear the slot machines. That's what, what I kept on uh, walking around, for oh, before, trying to
0: get the slot. Well, trying to get a slot on. That's okay. This is, you know. Yeah. You want me to do the
2: cocktail?
0: We can do that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Miss. You're
1: welcome. What's your name? You're you're when, do you,
0: when do you get off? Never. Never. I can tell. I'm an LMD. Life model decoy. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Losing my decorum. Totally losing it. <laughs> Well, this is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we are podcasting from the Green Valley Ranch Resort, Ranch Resort and Casino. Yes. That's it in Henderson, which is just outside of Las Vegas. So it's like Fanboy Planet. Uh, I really need people to donate, but anyway, we've got a <laughs> <laughs> we've got a Betty Page took <laughs> you to the cleaner. <laughs> she did, and that's literal. Uh, <laughs> I will, we'll post pictures of that later. Sure. Anyway, of course, we got a special guest geek this week. Uh, go ahead and identify yourself no. on the mics, so people know. Come on, man. I am stoked to be here. Mike
2: Parkinson, I am definitely a geek, man. Comic-Con all the way. I've been reading comic books since as long as I can remember. Pop culture, everything.
0: Cool. Excellent. And, of course, uh, running, the, running the board, which is very tiny and up on little legs. It's like a spider board. Isn't that cool looking? <laughs> I, this is the first time I've it's used very it for... Cool. Rick? It's like it's designed by Tim Burton. is anyway.
1: it? <laughs> I'm Rick Brett Snyder. <laughs> That's right.
0: And all three of us are here in Henderson because this has been the week of Presentation Summit, which doesn't necessarily cross over with what Fanboy Planet usually talks about. But but we happen to be here. We happen to be here. And for those who don't know, Rick in his real life is a uh, um, PowerPoint MVP. This is Mike. Oh, you are as well. Word. Or I should say PowerPoint. Mike uh, is Mike is a brand new <laughs> brand new this year, newly okay. minted MVP. That's right. I'm green, and I am just a, a lowly page in the presentation guild, but I'm hoping to work my way up to lootist. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> so you have to get a tattoo for that. You know? <laughs> what? Oh ah, <laughs> yeah. crap! Or a shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I okay, can do that. Right, right. Uh, anyway, uh, of course, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Google Play, please rate us, review us, uh, subscribe, tell your friends, word of mouth is what does it. Uh, And if we talk about something on the podcast that uh, you would like to purchase for your various own and you cannot find it at your local brick and mortar store, you can go to the Amazon link that is on uh, Fanboy Planet and you can purchase that way. We get a very, very tiny kickback and the more of those purchases you make, we get a less tiny kickback. And of course, you can find the podcast, each and every episode, has its own page on Fanboy Planet. Also, if you'd like to help defray the cost of the Betty Page slot machine, the podcast hosting, or the website hosting, you can go to PayPal and donate through editor at fanboyplanet.com. you got to clarify something for me. In the optimist-pessimist
1: thing, is slightly less optimist, whereas much more, much slightly more.
0: Which is pessimist, which is optimist? Slightly more must be optimist. Must be optimistic. So, yeah. I just went for what's the funnier phrasing. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. Sure. Uh, so that's it. Uh, anyway, and of course, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, criticism, commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. If at any point in this podcast we say something that causes you to scream at your device that we don't know what we're talking about, we right. want to hear from you right into editor at fanboyplanet.com or make a comment on articles on the website, that's fine as well. So uh you know, we are uh podcasting. This is literally the or at least DC is claiming it. Today is Wonder Woman's seventy-fifth birthday.
1: Happy birthday. We can we can sing that now because it's no longer a That's yard. right,
0: Warner Brothers lost that, which Happy is ironic. Birthday. Happy too Where are we?
1: Diana <laughs> Trans, Prince.
0: but not Donna Troy. <laughs> that was <laughs> may there be. I, I like the, be the fact we'll
1: that you be. used her real name.
2: Yeah. You can't say Wonder Woman because Yeah. No.
1: No. And it, it's it's nice to know that Wonder Woman is still older than Linda Carter.
0: And and you know, as long as like that horrible moment that I had when Superman and Batman became actually younger than me in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh, you know, know. that was yeah. that yeah. was an you know, awful oh, moment. I don't but like her. she looks great and of course this week Linda Carter appeared on Supergirl and as well last Friday the UN declared Wonder Woman an ambassador for women's rights. And Which which nation pushed that at the UN? Do we know? <laughs> Tennessee they were scared? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, absolutely. Uh, nobody knows. It, like faded out. Somebody was appearing in the middle of the ocean, yeah. Excellent. and then it disappeared again. But uh, both uh, Gal Gadot and Linda Carter were there, and it was the first time that the two Wonder Women had met. That was a very exciting That's thing. That's cool. It's, it's really cool. This is the year. Uh, I believe on Sunday I was wearing my Wonder Woman polo shirt, and when I was teaching the improv workshop here, there was like one of them kept coming up in the themes, and I was like, "Why? Oh, because I've got her look." <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> I hate when I do that. But anyway, all right. Um, and a frivolity, because we do want to mark uh, the passing of a giant, and I know you've been here, uh, a giant in the comics industry, yes. unexpected way too soon, yep. artist Steve Dillon, who is uh, was having a bit of a renaissance because he was the co-creator of Preacher, which has had a fantastic oh, yeah. show on AMC. Really, to me... Some people would argue, older people people say, like, Mike Zek's Punisher was iconic, but to me it was really Steve Dillon's uh, run on that with Welcome Back, Frank, r- co-written by uh, well, written by Garth Ennis, who was also with him on Preacher. Uh, and I-, I put together a piece on Fanboy Planet, so you can check that out with some samples of his work. But also uh, a f- formative artist on Judge Dredd. Yep, and uh, which I and the one I totally forgotten, but you and I have loved this carrot these characters forever, Laser Eraser and Axel Press. press oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were originally drawn by Steve Dillon way back when in Warrior. Great stuff, great stuff. and, so, and,
1: and when you were reading it as a younger man, didn't you feel like you were? Getting, I was a
0: boy. You were getting away. I was with, a boy when you were. <laughs> you, you were getting away with something when you were reading that stuff because it was a little. Only when you got to Zerk. The Jordan. silver sweater of the Spaceways. Are you and familiar that with...
2: A, not this one, no. no, no laser no, no, Eraser.
0: I, it's a British strip. Nope. So Laser Eraser was an assassin, a female assassin, beautiful woman. An axle press button was this cyborg. Giant cyborg. Who had this red button on, on his, his chest uh-huh. that said basically press, press me, and it had a direct line to his pleasure center. Oh, wow. And the whole reason that the strip was created was because, a pe- I think the writer was Pedro Henry... Something like that. Uh, it, it, it was. It was, a, like it was a pseudonym. I I can't remember who the actual writer was, but he had this vision of. He knew how this trip, how the story was going to end, which was that Axel Press Button was going to get shot and killed, but he would die with a smile on his uh, face because it would land nice. on the button. <laughs> He'd be flooded with endorphins. So, but he couldn't press his own button. But so why other people have, other, had to do it. He had to have other, had to because his cyber people.
1: parts wouldn't allow him yes. to do it. So, fair
0: enough. A hilarious strip, but also really good story. So. Yeah as they fought on the outer reaches of the galaxy, you know, as yeah. mercenaries. So, uh, just a great, great artist, and one, a book that I'm hoping will come back into print because of this, How to Become a Superhero, was, uh, it's a, it was a British publication, because there was uh, was How to Be a Superhero, because there, there was a series of books uh, out of the BBC, How to Be a Complete Bastard. Uh, uh, And there was these how-tos that were all silly, and they did a how to be a superhero. And Steve Dillon illustrated it, and it never really took off here in the U.S., but you can still find, by the way, copies on Amazon, and the link is on Fanboy Planet, because it's hilarious, and that's where I really first kind of discovered him, and going, like, he is a brilliant cartoonist. And the strip which I I put on Fanboy Planet of the coming of E.E. Cummings Man is a perfect example of just the wit and the, the great poses and the you know his faces were iconic and well acted and of course Reed Preacher you know that I mean yeah. an incredible really great uh, so if
1: you're interested in that you want to go to what, what day was that what,
0: what? Uh, that was Saturday night that we uh, posted so his so article uh, posted on the 22nd right uh, yeah I think so yeah. so anyway and it turned out it was a ruptured appendix so this is also a PSA oh, oh yeah he just wasn't feeling well went to bed didn't go to the doctor, so, you know, 54, I've, I think, only, right, 54, 54, no, it was way terrible. too young under any oh, circumstances, yeah, yeah. but when it's something like, oh, that could have easily been caught, oh, gosh, you know, it's just, anyway, and
1: even once it ruptures, they can still clean right, it up, and right. so it's a little more intense, but he just was wasn't
0: feeling like, well, to bed. so the yeah. family asks, instead of sending flowers, as a lot of fans have wanted to do, They're asking for donations to the Hero Initiative, which we have supported in the past as well. So I want to say that, you know, absolutely go there, donate if you are so moved. You should anyway, but this is exactly why the Hero Initiative exists, uh, that they can step in and help the family through this difficult time, navigate what anybody knows in the American healthcare and funerary system is a nightmare. So they're there to step in for Comics Pros and their families to help out, so absolutely. Let's, let's talk happier things. Okay, uh, we should. <laughs> something that's coming back. Terry Moore announced this week that Strangers in Paradise is coming wow. back wow. In, oh, wow. two, in 2018 because it's the 25th anniversary so he'll be re- returning to so he's going to do a
1: monthly comic or he has not given details there will, there will
0: be at least one will they new go on story. the shelf
1: right next to those collected editions
0: I don't know Rick I'm saying there are no details he just said yes he's going to come to back, back. I know you happening. are I know you are but uh, well that's a reason to go to Comic Con right we know where his booth is it's always the same yep. place yep. Um you know, we will we will ask that. Hopefully, he'll have formulated the plans because currently it's being serialized on Thrillbent, right? Mark Wade's website.
1: I'm pretty sure you can read it on Thrillbent. and of course, there's a lovely set of six volumes of the complete right. "Strangers in Paradise" that, omnibus or something. Yeah,
0: yes, one of those great uh, strips that, to me, is like again showing how comics can push the form of what people expect.
1: And break the break the norm. And yeah. I mean, I
0: know. In 2016, there is no norm. But I'm so used to saying to people our age... Well, the norm, <laughs> norm in,
1: in a lot of storytelling, but...
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's a different subject matter. Yep. Uh, and uh, I just want to say as well, another thing that's happy for us, we can't do What's in the Bag this week because we're in Henderson. We haven't been to the store. Normally on a Wednesday... We go to the comic shop, and we just at least flip nice. through and say, like, here's our top three picks this week. We may not have read it, but you should read But the Flash number nine in the DC Rebirth marks the return of the real Jay Garrick. Not that Earth 2 guy in the speed suit <laughs> right. um, that's doing speed skating, the Apollo Ono of, uh, of superheroes, <laughs> but actually the helmet, the winged helmet, they're nice. going to bring back the JSA nice. in Rebirth, and it begins in the Flash number nine. So. Cool. I, are I, they slated
1: to get their own book?
0: Nothing set in okay. stone, but I I know that's the intent. Is JSA comes back, and the Legion comes back. Funny how that happens right after it happens on the TV show. Uh, of course. And the Legion sort of being, the, the clues are being laden in For Supergirl the Legion 2. Legion Supergirls. Yeah. yeah, so, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Let us turn to movies. There's a little bit of sadness this week. Deadpool 2, I don't know if you caught this, that uh, no! Ryan Reynolds, the star, and director Tim Miller have been fighting behind the scenes, no. and Tim Miller lost, oh, so uh, the director Tim Miller has left Deadpool 2, it is now without a director, but uh, they still
1: have Ryan, huh?
0: they still have Ryan. Yeah, and what yeah. it was was apparently, and so I'll throw this out to you guys if you agree with the reasoning, the public reasoning why allegedly Tim Miller wanted to go more stylized and do kind of more of a straightforward, interesting action film because he was bringing in Cable. He and Ryan Reynolds agreed with the choice of bringing in Cable. He did not agree with the casting choice, which was the guy from Friday Night Lights, the coach, um... Oh, I'm blanking out his name. He was on uh, on Early Edition. I could name, like, Kyle Chandler. That's his name. I knew I started going through my Rolodex of TV shows he'd starred in. Kyle Chandler was Tim Miller's choice for cable. Cable. Ryan Reynolds didn't like that. And Ryan Reynolds and the screenwriters, the original screenwriters are still there, um, wanted to just basically do more of the same, which I think in this case... It's the way to go. Yeah, I, I absolutely. feel like I and agree
1: I, with that. I, I don't yeah. think it's too far off of the cable and Deadpool book that they had for a number of years that, that it was
0: Especially because he wanted a foil. De- no, cable right. makes a great straight laced yes, foil. Definitely. Yes. If you want to do an action movie, make a cable action axe- and don't make a cable action movie. I don't really enjoy him on his no, own. No, no, but no. But I liked him in contrast to Deadpool's. But you gotta keep Deadpool context. that way. Oh, yeah.
2: Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. You it's know. so perfect.
0: Plus, you know, Fox likes it because, you know, Deadpool cost like $50 million to make and yeah. made like a billion. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so they'd like to keep that cost-to-profit ratio. Sure, sure. <laughs> Don't mess
1: with the formula. Now.
2: Yes. That is definitely going to be one of those films that, again, changed how we see superhero in movies. Because yep. X-Men did it back in the day. Right, we
0: were just talking about that X-Men before, before
2: YouTube, ju- And now, Deadpool just blew the... A rated R comic book movie with superheroes they have rated our uh, comic book movies people don't know they're comic book movies but they are that's how they originated but this is just spectacular now that we see wow we can totally make these movies for people who have grown up with comic books back in the day and their, their tastes change and evolve and saying swear words and showing
0: right things is okay and I would rather it be a new character like that than to say oh yeah you do a Superman in rated R that's bothersome to me but don't you've even, done don't, a even don't even the, sorry they I started, might be listening I started ne- they shaking. might be listening
2: next thing you're gonna say is Superman kills somebody that would never happen in the movies.
0: Well, I can argue this, though. In the comics, he does, but there's greater consequence to ah, it right, I see, I see, when he has killed people. Right, uh, but that reality has been wiped from continuity. No. So uh, that was post-Crisis, wasn't it? When he, he killed the uh, pocket universe, Zod, Theora, and, uh, yes, and yes, yes, yes. So exposed to the Kryptonite because he knew they were going to come to Earth and wipe everybody out on his reality. So he executed them. And then became Crime Buster. And this is why I'm not right. fit for normal civilization. Yes. It's Pretty awesome that you know that. <laughs> he, went in,
1: he went into hiding. Yeah. As, he, as a, no,
0: he, uh, it was his unconscious. Sort of like right, Spider-Man right. in the black suit going out at night. Right. He, Superman would become Crime Buster in right. his sleep and beat up criminals for over his guilt for having uh, killed, executed those Kryptonian villains. Wow. <sighs> <laughs> you should go to my Facebook page for all the iterations of, Mon-El. of, of Monel's name. I read that. Why he's called that. And people, I did not expect to weigh in and know things, no offense, Dan Forsey. But it came out of left field that Dan Forsey, who was the producer of Cowboys and Aliens, right. said uh, he pushed By up way, his tape-together yes. glasses and he pulled out a couple of things about about el that I was like, I don't know that story and even I think he I think he might have put put Tom Galloway in his corner which is like oh that's impossible to do wow. so and we're naming professional geeks nobody I he puts Tommy in the corner <laughs> nobody I puts understand. Tommy in the corner I don't think he listens so I can say that it's oh, kind oh, of fun oh, to part. say I have okay, okay that's all we can we can play without unless uh, it comes over the speaker uh, <laughs> then we're okay royalties um Something that sort of strikes me as like, you mean they're not filming this already? Uh, Black Panther is officially announced to start shooting in January. Which I know isn't that far off, but we've been having so much publicity about casting. Yeah. It is weird to me, for some reason, to realize that they cast so far in advance. So they go, what if something happens to those people? Before you ever actually set foot on, on set. I've always
1: assumed it was kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. When they know which characters they want, they have to they have to yeah move it out to when they're all available, you know?
0: And that's probably why that's a But also I guess knowing fandom it's like, wait, you've had Black Panther in the can for six months? Why can't we see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> right. And then there'll be uh, there'll be an online petition, Marvel, release Black Panther now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, probably, probably
1: got storyboards uh,
0: No, I know I can't remember which petition set me off this week Of like, really? Uh, which we actually, deserve
1: our Black Panther movie Marvel I, Yes, yeah.
0: uh, right now No, we deserve it when it's time Which will lead into Avengers Infinity War Which, to no one's surprise They announced this week Why well, yes, Doctor Strange will be in Afi- Infinity oh, course, War yeah. Were you surprised by that? Not at all Because I was not no. surprised no. by not that No, uh, I am bitter that it did open in the UK this week so uh, we don't get to see it till next week. I, I really wish that uh, they would remember who made these things popular in the first place. But, uh, but that's not unusual. They've been doing that a time. No, lot. I They're know like, they have. I'm just bitter about it. In uh,
1: this particular one, Adrian, yeah.
0: well, but I understand. I believe that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is actually King of England. Yeah. So they had a contractual uh, obligation. <laughs> <makes sense>. Yeah, <laughs> he's a member of the royal family, family. Yes. by adoption, which has never really happened before. Yes. But uh, but yes. in that case. Um, <laughs> Speaking of online petitions, so actually this is a two-part thing. Teresa Palmer, do you know who Teresa Palmer is? You sound familiar, but I can't place. Uh, an Australian actress, uh, young blonde actor. She was in uh, Warm Bodies, oh, yeah, uh, I Am there. Number Four. She's really oh. talented. Almost always better than what she's in. Right, right, right. Uh, she has like thrown in that she would like to be Talia Al Ghul. And uh, Ben Affleck's The Batman, which I think we've mentioned, is officially called The, the Batman, Batman. And people are like, "What a dumb title!" I'm like, are you kidding? That's just that's just Ben Affleck going, "I know my stuff." Thank yeah. you, and I holding she, down
1: his. She's just looking forward to the point where she can be Damien's mother in the in the Robin movie.
0: She's planning uh, ahead.
2: Wow, that'd be pretty good job I, security. I
0: am really curious if they would put Damien in there because they have so many Robins to get through.
1: Yeah, now I'm not
0: saying this year. I'm not saying next year, but no, I eventually. I would like to see Damien appear on screen. Yeah, although the animated version is still very cool. Yeah, and and points out the basic psychoticness of the character, struggling to be a hero, but it's psychotic. Let's put Damien and Deadpool in a crossover movie. Uh, Let's see if AT and T cannot buy Time Warner as they're trying this week, and then Disney buys them. We'll see. Wow. That would be a wacky acquisition. Yeah. I would say I, I have found this common ground. i the worlds collide. I'm sorry to get political, but for just a moment, I did find common ground with Donald Trump. Okay. Because he has said that if he's elected president, he will block the AT&T purchase of Time Warner because it's too much information in the hands of too few.
1: And he's so yeah. anti-information.
0: Well, that's that's true. <laughs> that might be the thing. Uh well but, but it's like at least fun. But the second part of this story is that Adam West would like fans to start a petition because he would like to play the ghost of Thomas Wayne in oh. the Batman. Oh. But the problem is it's Adam West Morgan uh, Dean Dean Morgan is right. uh that's not his full name. Uh, Jeffrey Dean. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Negan on The Walking Dead right, right. has already appeared as Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman uh, and the age difference is way too great too I, I maybe not but I would love to see Adam West finally actually appear in a live action Batman movie Yes, I don't think um, as Thomas Wayne no, is the right choice no. but I would like to see him do I mean at this point it's like Stan Lee cameos Adam West yeah. should be in every yes, one. I agree completely, <laughs> but it something.
2: is Adam West, and it's very difficult to look past that it's Adam West.
1: I have trouble with with uh, with West as Thomas Wayne because of the Flashpoint Batman character. I just don't see him right that as a character. Well, no. then
0: he's appeared. Let's see, he was the great Ghost on Batman the Animated Series. Yes, so he was right. he was set up as the inspiration. So he's, he made very many animated copies and he was. On Brave and the Bold, he was the Bat Drone. I can't remember what they what they uh, named him, but Batman built a robot, Yeah. and Adam West was the voice of the robot, who then became like the 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 Solar System Defender. So, because he was too kind of like childlike and hulking and defending uh, defending the Earth, Batman sent him out into space to defend from comets and meteors and that right, kind of right thing. Right. So, um, so he's had his moments. I'd yes. like to see more. Plus, as I love to throw out there as a trivia question, the first actual on screen depiction of the murder of the Waynes was when Adam West came back to voice Batman in Super Friends. Challenge of the Super Friends let him do it in uh, Go Back to Crime Alley, and the scarecrow infected him with the fear gas, and he relived the murder of his parents. It was the first time it's ever been referenced. On screen okay.
2: I am so out geeked here <laughs> I am just Although, blown away Although we'll say
0: In the pilot for Batman 66 He does say If only my parents were uh, Who had been gunned down by criminals Were alive to see this Because he started a, a Wayne Foundation uh, Criminal reform so when he's talking company, yeah. At the opening so, of this And it's the only time In the se- in the Batman 66 series That references his origin Wow So Jeez. Yeah That felt good and strange. I got a crick in my neck from talking all that. I was going to talk to you about that. All right. Uh, Something I think we had talked about before. They did confirm this week. Young Lando Calrissian is officially Donald Glover. Yes.
2: Yep. And
0: I I may have my issues with young Han Solo, but I love the choice of Donald Glover. I
1: seriously, seriously, he needs to go to a voice coach. And do the Lando no, draw. You know yeah. he can. Yeah. I, he doesn't need a voice coach. I, I, He's
0: I, Donald Glover. He can do it. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, perfect choice. Perfect choice. Uh, also in the world of Lucasfilm, screenwriter David, David Kep, who wrote Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Crystal Skull, Right. Is that was Temple, no, so that the Temple one we don't of, talk about the Crystal Skulls, yeah, yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, Kingdom. something, like, something that. like that. Yeah, he's writing Indiana Jones five, but there's cause for good news. He's officially said, "I will not be using any ideas from George Lucas." Wow, because the 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 form has been every Indiana Jones movie is you wait for George Lucas to dictate what the idea is, and as then as you out. write the screenplay. <laughs> so he's blaming the hiding in the fridge on George Lucas. He's blaming the aliens on on George Lucas and saying, "No, this will be our own original. It it has a date, July 19th, 2019. Okay. So it's Indiana Jones and the home of the geriatrics. Nah. Uh, That's it. No. I'm
1: still hoping it's... it's, like It it might be for most of the audience. Yeah, Yeah. but
0: I mean, it could be something cool like Bubba Hotel, like a really good farewell. Right. I know they won't do it, but I really would... I know it's heretical, and I've said it on the podcast before. I would like to see the character die. Right. You know, that this is a final... Yeah. A really final acceptance, which I think maybe... He managed to do it with Han Solo. Spoilers. I hope I'm not, you know, yeah, ruining yeah. The Force Awakens for anybody. He's, he's going to go back and do Air Force One again I and think, have the president I, I die there. Get off my wheelchair. And
2: <laughs> They're not, you don't think they'll do the uh, the 007 route and just recast the character? No, no, no. Well, there yeah, had I'm with you.
0: there yeah. had been talk about that that maybe Chris Pratt was going to do it. Yeah, um, and clearly, for uh, you know, the uh, Crystal Skull did try that by setting up a new. But the thing is, he is both of a time period, which yes. I think a lot of car- a lot of franchises make the mistake. To some extent, I think that's the problem with James Bond. If you went back and you did a '60s James Bond right now, right. how cool would that be? It would be be man from from Uncle cool. cool. There's some, well, or or cooler than the actual Man from Uncle movie was. Uh, But, but I just realized what a perfect place to be talking about that. Like we're in a casino, casino, which is almost timeless, except they're all video games. Um, That it it would just be what I'd like to see. So, TV. Speaking of, we're looking at a Walking Dead uh, slot machine. The Walking Dead came back this week. I don't necessarily want to talk about content. You may, if you want. I've read the spoilers. We were also trying to get to like watch on a big screen Sunday night right. because I did make a promise on this podcast I would watch this season. No, because the internet sucks at this at this hotel. No offense. Oh my god, we can't say that. Cut that up. Uh, it's like no. I we just say didn't that. Have, I just didn't have time. Uh, can you hear that eye roll? Uh, anyway, uh, I have not I yet watched this <laughs> Snake Eyes. Uh, anyway. Boxcars, so uh, that the what is this? The Parents Television Council, okay. those watchdogs of good taste, of course, are protesting how violent and unacceptable for children, for children, the, the season seven or for families, oh. the season seven premiere was. Uh, to okay. which case, I want to say, have you not watched six seasons yes. <laughs> of The Walking Dead?
1: No. And on top of that. These are obviously people who homeschooled themselves and their children, because there's a big old disclaimer every time they come back from commercials saying, "This is you may yep. n- this may not be appropriate for all audiences." Which means kids, pay attention, watch. Uh, but yeah. the parents are supposed to be watching that stuff and not letting their kids watch that stuff. So, I'm sorry, those people cannot dictate that no place in the world is there adult appropriate material that kids can't watch.
2: And additionally, we saw, I don't know if you guys saw this, it was on oh, yeah. the Twitter feed, a lot of people said, that's it, they crossed the line. So although the first six seasons have been very violent, yeah. this, this this episode was especially difficult to watch. And so people were actually, and of course, they're just going to show the ones that are... I, I actually most- don't think...
1: It, it crossed the line mostly because of the magnitude of the character that was done, and I don't think that it hasn't been done as gruesomely brutal. Absolutely, you're right. And you have to isolate aspects of it, especially with right. the and Negan's I, reaction. Right. To and, Negan's dialogue and for and,
0: the uh, it's no spoilers, right? At this point that it's one of the victims was Glenn. Well
1: I was I wasn't gonna say that there were there were um, multiple victim victims.
0: Multiple victims? I'm definitely watching. Yeah. Uh no no uh, well, I, but, but they, it was
1: a surprise. Everyone well, was count, right. trying to count on one person who was going to die, and they threw a twist and, and threw two in there. And at one point, you're really not sure what's going on. No. It, it really right. felt like no, uh, it, it there well. was there was an unreliable uh, narrator going on in that, in the part of that episode. Cool. So.
2: it wasn't the gore that did it as much as it was the emotional trauma that right. you witnessed. And, and it, watching it, the story, and it wasn't movie. even
1: it wasn't even watching the gore. It was the watching the reaction, absolutely. of the loved ones and friends, they, our empathy for these characters, and, and their reaction. And Rick, and that's good storytelling. Was, who's, who's the actor who plays Rick? Um, oh, I can't remember. Lincoln, Andrew Lincoln, Andrew Lincoln, Nice. Andrew
0: Lincoln was magnificent in this. Yes, absolutely yes. Magna- magnificent. Tour de force acting. But I want to say, if people are concerned, Steve Un, by the way, will be, was announced today, will be a guest at Silicon Valley Comic Con. And on November 5th, he's joining uh, the podcast of someone you love, uh, Paul F. Tompkins, oh, yeah. live on stage at the Largo in Los Angeles. Man crush, yeah. Um, <laughs> with my buddy Chris Tallman, spontane- Spontaneation. So he's doing an improv. He does the
1: best. He does the best titles.
0: So he's doing a. He, so uh, Steve U N will be joining the improv podcast at the Largo on November fifth. Excellent. So uh, definitely recommend that uh, Largo at the Coronet. I think is what yes. the they call that. Yeah. yeah, been there once. Beautiful place. Fun place to see things. Someday. Ah, someday. Uh, someday. But anyway, on this height of their protest, literally seventeen million people. ...watched that show on Sunday night. Sweet. For something that's basic cable, there are top ten shows on what used to be the main networks... ...that don't get those ratings. Nope. So, I don't know, have you have been watching American Horror Story this season? No. Yes. Roanoke? My Roanoke? yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Wrote an interesting take.
0: And so, I, I won't spoil this, except I'm torn on whether I should recommend it to anybody... ...but last week's episode was so good... After like mind games of usual American horror story stuff, yeah. where I was like, it's getting stupid, it's getting stupid, well, that's fun. Oh, and then they threw in a mid season twist that I went, brilliant. But one of the things they said is that, because it's set up as a reality series, and they, they put a little subtitle that says, it was the season finale was watched, was more popular than The Walking Dead. Brilliant. <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> brilliant. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, and that made me laugh really hard. Yes. <laughs> and better ratings than the Super Bowl. I think they even said it was more than the Supergirl, Super, or something or, like that. the Super Bowl. I thought it was more than football Super Bowl. or yeah, a sporting yeah, yeah. event. So, like that's hilarious. But that—that's now television ratings, sporting events, and The Walking Dead. That's Those are the benchmarks, and they're doing
2: it. <laughs> now that, that show is very clever, very well done. And uh, what I, what I love about it, what they win the award for, even though I don't always agree with how the story goes, is the originality, that they're willing to... to uh, every every episode, I think, would be a, the end, and that they take it to another level. I'm I, shocked, like the twist that yeah. you said.
0: And I think they've done what they set out to do, which is every American yes. urban myth, yep. urban nightmare, tall tale, is in a blender... And spat back out, and I even missed, and I had to pause and wait, I'll get it, where they connected this one to Freak Show in the oh, okay. most off-handed way. that oh, yeah. so was just like, if you didn't pay attention to the line of dialogue that made the connection, it was like...
2: I think I might have missed that I love,
0: I love that it's all, tell you, off the air. Nice. Uh, that it's all this shared universe of Bat Guano Insane uh-huh. yes. <laughs> and it, And... I giggle more than anything else watching it, really. But it's, but last week was the first time it really, genuinely scared me. I think ever, like an episode actually that it got me. There was a moment where I was not expecting this at all, okay. and just the tension. Everyone. Okay, you got me, you got yep. me. I have to keep watching. I have to keep watching. I need to have parties. I don't want to watch it alone now. Um, uh, and just one last bit of geekness that I, that uh, because nothing can stay dead. I guess we're on a theme for yep. October. Knight Rider's coming back yet again. Wow. Justin Lin. This is uh, the third time, then. Uh, on Machinima. That's they're going to do it as a web series. Ah. So, uh, so, it's I think Universal owns it. So, Universal, Justin Lin, who's one of the guys on Fast and the Furious. Yes. So, this one's like a... You mean Justin Lin and Knight Rider haven't been dancing around for years already? Because this right. makes sense right, right, to right. me. It wasn't Justin Lin the director on Star Trek Beyond? Yes, he was. Yeah, so um, that they're going to do it on Machinima. So I, I don't know what this means. Either they don't think there's enough television audience, or, for me, frighteningly more likely, it's just they're throwing in the towel and saying this is it, baby. It's all online.
1: Yeah, it's, I think there are a lot of people teetering on that 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 that, that, that point. Thing.
0: And the networks are going to do
2: that more and more. We're seeing, I mean, you're seeing YouTube come up with original content. You're going to see uh, higher production values for stuff that goes straight to web. We're going to see that more and more. Yeah. Because that's how we're, we are now expecting our stuff to be faster. We're expecting to have
0: access to it all the time. Access
1: at at any time of day or night. anywhere. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: and that's the thing. You protest The Walking Dead, so what? Yeah. Uh, Because your kids, if... Are you going to protest its right to exist and protest right. every George Romero film right. ever made? You know, anything. And why aren't you in
1: protesting all those pictures from Auschwitz?
0: Yes, exactly. Well, I think we did protest that. Well, yeah. We were talking about that at Prestige Summit, the idea of showing all that horror, how desensitizing that becomes. It's
1: the nice thing about The Walking Dead is The Talking Dead will go back and show you how all those effects were done and, and, and say, kids. Nobody really died. It was all corn syrup and uh, chicken bones. Mm, Corn syrup. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy barbecue. All
0: right. So that's really all that I had because we haven't had a chance to watch any of the DC CW stuff this this uh, this week. week. Yeah. Except I I, I did watch Supergirl. It was it was good. It was satisfying. Some interesting perspective stuff. Look forward to the flash. What's arrows tonight? Keeping track of all of it. Did you watch Legends of Tomorrow last week with the official JSA yes, I did. episode? I did. So I was I was not entirely happy with it. No, because they mixed mix it up a lot. Yeah. And uh, I I I, I it's kinda like the Marvel
1: Marvel superheroes when they meet the first time and they fight, you know, it was one of those things. And you're going, Yeah, and these guys are being kind of dickish about You know, not believing that they're time travelers or whatever, and even when they kind of get over it, they still don't totally get over it.
0: Well, I'll I'll be honest, there was one moment, uh, do you watch Legends of Tomorrow? Not Legends of Tomorrow. So they go to Nazi Germany, Mm -hmm. and they're in a club, and excuse for Victor Garber to sing... At a nightclub Because Victor Garber Is a Broadway star Yeah, right, um, yeah. Uh I um, love oh, yeah, He's <laughs> <laughs> Yes And then suddenly Belsa out uh-huh. Edelweiss But that they make A big deal About Jax Being black right. And the Nazis Are all askance But Vixen Has no problem Right You know she's It's convenient For plot Right You know It's right, like right. Huh. Did you not understand how racism works? It's not, <laughs> you know, they it don't pick and choose. <laughs> that was the other thing.
1: I, I still don't know how I feel about um, Ray Palmer not wanting to say, sing Heil, or, or you know. Yeah. Because um, he's to, two Boy Scouty. It's he's too Boy Scouty. Two boys, he's, he's got a chip in his head that must prevent him
0: They, they get exposed him. because he refuses to do Heil Hitler. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't. No, I, uh, okay, no it sorry. was a good excuse to start a fight. I gotcha. No. Yeah. yeah. It was a bad excuse to start a fight, but it still thought I'd a fight. Which I, I, should, I want to throw back to movies because this does remind me because I just went to Inglorious Bastards. So now the dumb online petition to Deadpool 2. Okay. Fans wanting Quentin Tarantino to direct Deadpool 2. Uh. And I think that that's just fan service not realizing. How bad that could be, yeah, no Tarantino is he 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 marches to a the beat
2: of his own drum,
0: right, and my fear is
2: he wouldn't get the meta part of it, and he would focus on the things that he gets jazzed about
1: well, I think that he he i don't I don't think it's beyond him to get the meta to get what Deadpool is, it's just he's much better with his own properties yeah, than he is true. crafted to be well, and he has said in the past
0: self. he will not he didn't want to direct a superhero movie because the fanboys would eat him alive.
2: Yeah, it's true. Half would it's love scary. him, half would hate him, and he just yeah. didn't
0: want to put up with that. It wasn't... The,
2: I'm sorry, wasn't no, the last movie uh, his last movie?
0: No. Uh, he's going to do 10. ten. So the hateful this, eight, he put only. the number there so he could remind himself yeah, of yeah, hey, by the made. way, this is eight. This right. is eight. He's okay. going to do ten. I love the fact that he has to remind himself by the last <laughs> <Yeah>. What <laughs> number was is that? that oh, that was number I eight. I mean, the closest he came was that Django... He did collaborate on the Django Zorro crossover in Dynamite Comics. Oh he did. And that was as much as he was willing to do is admit that Django would be in that. Because he also it made sense with, with Dynamite in that Django, and people miss this, is supposed to be Shaft's great 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 grandfather. Uh, because Brunhilde Django doesn't have a last name, she does. She's Brunhilda von Shaft. Wow. S C H A F T. So nice. letting that go forward. So There it is. What a fun conversation. Geekiness all over the I map. I was
2: going to say.
0: <laughs> like, it's like walking through the casino and you can find. There's a Game of Thrones. There's Walking Dead. There's Batman. There's... Betty Page. Betty Page. Oh, yeah. Is it time to go pay, play the
1: Penny Stocks? It is penny uh, the, Stocks. The Penny, penny stock. Stocks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might. Uh, today was payday. I can afford to uh, drop a little uh, Betty Page or a Christmas story or Willy Wonka. That's where we referenced that I was going to do an article because Willy Wonka is the most hypnotic soothing I lost $20 in that machine and it's the only machine I haven't regretted because it was like uh, this was like being in a spa I lost, okay. I lost $20 machine and then I kissed it good night and then yes. I and then I kissed Gene Wilder 20 Gene Wilder faces those hypnotic eyes drawing you in have you played the machine? Have you got I, it?
2: I have not, but my wife, as soon as she saw Julie Newmar, she oh, yeah. had to put the money in, so she put a dollar in and won two pennies.
0: Okay, there you go. Yeah. They also have two machines that are labeled Macaw Magic. I just want to say that. Yeah. Uh, there's Macaw Magic. But you should play the Willy Wonka because it is just like it is diabolical. Got to. It, it, it is just put a dollar in so I'll you can experience it. it. I, I don't. I'm not encouraging anyone to gamble, but play that. But but play the dollar and experience that machine. Because that is a complete sensory. What only surprised is that I can't believe it doesn't pump out the subtle sense of chocolate, oh. which would probably be lost in here. But, yeah. but still, oh, chocolate
1: cigarette. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <I see>. mm.
0: <laughs> mm. All right. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening. If uh, again, once again, if you are listening to us on iTunes or Google Play, you can find us there, rate us, review us, subscribe. Find us on fanboyplanet.com. If there's anything you want us to talk about or a question you have to ask, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. We're with our usual time traveling, not sure from recording to publication. We're going to be on a little bit of hiatus because Rick has a couple of conventions. I've got some time that I have to be on the road as well. It could be days, it could be weeks before you hear from us, a week or two before you hear from us again. But we'll still be here in your heart and updating as we can. So uh, I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com.
1: And I'm Rick Brett Snyder.
2: And uh, Mike Parkinson. Thank you for having me.
1: And we'd like to remind you To to use your powers only for good. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski That That
0: was bad. He owned a pool company, yeah. and it was bad that I didn't play the Star Wars app game. What was that? What was the name of that Star Wars game? Uh, Star Wars Command. Star Wars
1: Command. Wow. The More aggressive. It's critical.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> must be able to do the that. The
1: table is slightly isolated from the um, mic and stuff, but uh, don't tap the don't tap or bang the table. All right. Okay. Don't touch this guy. I've I got a remote going. Fine. We are recording now, but we should have a little banter to. Right. Record. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So I love this music. It's really. I, I kind of like Super loud. It. Doesn't it feel like we're like we're recording with either uh, Shaft or uh, for a moment now it's now this changed, yeah, but prepared. the vibe was it was like Luke Cage for just a minute. It's like. I can almost hear the slot machines,
1: and I really wanted to hear the slot machines. That was what I kept on walking around uh, for, was trying to get the slot.
0: Trying no. to get a slot on. That's okay. This is, you know. Yeah.
1: Cocktails.
0: You want me to do it?
2: Cocktail.
0: Thank that. you. <laughs> Thank you, Miss. <laughs> You're welcome. What's your name? You're when, do you,
1: when do you get off? Never. Never. I can tell.
0: I'm an LMG.
1: Life Model Decoy? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> losing my dick crib.
0: Totally
2: losing
0: it. Well, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we are podcasting. But we'll still be here in your hearts and updating as we can, so... Uh, I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com.
1: And I'm Rick Brett Snyder. And And uh, Mike Parkinson. Thank you for having me. And we'd like to remind okay, so you to, to use, use your powers for only for good. good. Sorry, we should have told you
0: that. To <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It was an improv exercise. You're supposed to guess sure, that we let's were doing. it. Again. Let's do it again. Now you know what it is. Use, use your, your powers, powers
1: only for good. good. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Use your powers only for good. good.